0: podcasting from inside of a marketing agency. This is the marketing department podcast where we have candid ideas and curated content for the everyday marketer.
1: The indication for me to come in is after the wum pum pum pum. So we've reached that point of the intro music. Right now, I'm actually doing the intro right now, guys. It's okay. We're about to start. I've got the Ben Oak. I call them the Ben Oak boys here because we've got a special podcast today that I'm really excited about. These are some of my favorite people that I've ever worked with. I've been in several industries and uh, they're a good hang and they're really smart businessmen. And so it's an honor to have you guys today.
2: Thanks for having us. Thanks. We appreciate it. Yeah. And we're
1: excited to be here. Yeah. So we've got three of you here uh, today. We've got Brandon Garrett. Brandon, uh, talk about for a second what you do at Benup.
3: Yep. So Brandon Garrett, president and chief investment officer. So like with uh, many uh, small businesses, I wear a lot of hats. So some days I'm the guy that brings a trash can in because everybody else walks right by it. Right. But uh, my, my real role is um, really... About str- strategic direction and uh, investment management from the business side. And then, of course, meet with clients and service clients.
1: Yep. That's awesome. And, uh, Brandon, you're about uh, you're about my age. That's, I think that's why we uh, right. like a little bit. Our personalities are mm-hmm. a lot alike, too. Weather-
3: Weatherford Minerals. Uh, that's right. Uh, what was that, 04, 05?
1: That's right. Yeah, you got it. We got Stefan here. Stefan, <laughs> we're going to have a good time today. Yeah. We're going to talk about a lot of good things, but we're going to have some laughs, too, I feel like. Stefan, uh, talk about what you do at Ben Oak.
2: Yeah, so uh, I've got a hand in compliance as the chief compliance officer, uh, the director of business operations. So a bit of a, a jack of all trades. You know, Brandon mentioned wearing a lot of hats. That's kind of the unique thing you get to do at boutique type firms. Um, also one of the team members on the leadership team. So a little of that strategic thought and uh, we go from there.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Stefan is also a good time. We actually all uh four of us recently got to go on a trip together and it was fun to kind of see how we all connected and I had a good time with this man this is Mr. Wayne Garrett uh Wayne thanks for coming to hang out with us yes sir it's fun to be here yeah talk about your role at Benoit Capital
4: well I'm the I'm the old man I'm the founder of the company uh so I was when I first started I was making Xerox copies and getting there at six in the morning so I could do my other chores the rest of the day and making forms, filling them out, doing the filings, doing everything. One-arm paper hanger, I guess, is what I was. And now I'm the CEO of a great group of people. And I uh, i kind of helped cast the vision uh, and work with these two guys and directing the future of the company. And But I spent a lot of my time working with clients, and uh, that's what I still enjoy doing is face-to-face with, with people. And so Zoom's been a little it's been good this year, but it's been better than nothing, but I'm ready to get back in front of people.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. So if you're listening to this podcast later, we are still in the midst of this crazy pandemic of uh, tw- that 2020 has been, I guess. And so uh, life has looked a little bit different. And we may touch on that just briefly, but I think a lot of those conversations have been had as far as how companies are operating that way. Um, but I think it's changed the way we may do future business um because we've kind of been forced into these uh this uh getting creative during the pandemic. And not only that, uh PS, we did a whole rebrand in the middle of the pandemic. So that's why uh these guys are here. For a second, um, before we really dive in, I want to talk about the history of ben Oak Capital. You haven't always been known as Ben Oak Capital. Um, we are a marketing company. You guys are uh, business leaders. You own a business, and you were once known as uh, Snow Garrett. What was the full name?
4: Well, it's uh, had two or three names over the time because this is about 26, 27 years ago when we started the investment side. We started out as a, in the CPA firm. I, I have a CPA background, so we started with a partner. We started the wealth management side, and so we were just uh, Snow, Snow Garrett and Company. And then we became uh, Snow Garrett Williams and then became Snow Garrett Wealth uh, Management. And we stayed with that name for quite a while. And then we've just recently rebranded to Ben Oak Capital.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And that's, been, that's happened uh, just a few weeks ago, I guess, or a month ago. July, so?
3: July 22nd,
1: July 22nd, it's my wife's yeah.
3: birthday. So I'll never forget
1: your wife's birthday and my son's
3: birthday. There you go. Yeah. There I'm, I'm kind of wondering if he didn't drag
2: this out on purpose, just so he had a rebrand day that he'd never forget. That's so. exactly right.
3: Yeah, the anniversary is only a few days after that. So I've your got anniversary is up. what? The 28th, and yours is the 20th. That's right. Because I care about my friends. I remember you
2: things. That's That's good.
3: Yeah. I'm not
1: crying. You can't you, see because this is a podcast. I'm not crying. You're that's, crying. That's right. There's no tears happening yeah. here. <laughs> uh, we, uh,
2: so, interesting enough, we so the big push, the first push, and kind of the strategic idea was to we need to move and separate from the CPA firm, not necessarily, you know, them as an LCA, but into a new building. So, when we moved in the new building – That was actually October 1st, which is my anniversary. Oh, So we've got some dates that circle around a lot of
1: our big moves. That makes life easier. And this weekend, while we were gone, it was Wayne's 44th wedding anniversary. I'm just now trying to add dates. So
4: And so you told her that I said it was our 41st. That was Stefan. Oh, one of you guys got me in trouble. I got home. I got in trouble.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Miss Sharon said... Yeah, I will, I will get at Wayne when he gets home. Don't yeah. don't worry, he's gonna buy me something nice. That's awesome. Said. Well,
4: she still. S- mom
3: actually sent me a text message. She's like, "Is your dad really there with you?" Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, I mentioned earlier one of the reasons I love working with you guys is um, this was maybe before we started recording us because of how much uh, you guys care about doing business well, and when you do business well, when you create a good customer client experience. Uh, that changes the game forever for future business. And you guys really do that so well. So we're actually going to talk about that here in just a little bit. Uh, but I really want to talk about why the brand changed for uh, for a second um, because I think people question all the time, hey, is it time to do something like that? Is it time to call ourselves something different? What's the point? Why do we need to do this? Brandon, if you don't mind, talk about that for a second. What What was the point behind this?
3: So I'd say there's probably a couple of catalysts. Um, one is you know, being in the small town in in like uh, dad, which by the way, when I say dad, I'm talking about Wayne. Uh, oh yeah, that's a father. We yeah. got a father son situation
1: yeah. here, which we we do need to talk about. I would here call him bit.
3: Wayne, but he's right in front of me, and he'll look at me funny. So uh-huh. sorry, Dad. Yeah. Uh, so dad alluded to it earlier. Uh, start. He started the the practice and kind of grew up through the CPA firm, and. Um, like Stefan said, we moved into a separate building um, a, a couple of years ago. And and so what, what we learned is, you know, being in a small town and having two firms with almost identical names that do something kind of similar but different with right. with different ownership but with one common owner. Yeah. It got really confusing. Sure. So for a while, it was, it was great. I mean, there's still great synergy between the firms. But we just we said, you know, it's kind of hard to tell your story. Whenever people aren't even really sure what you do, right? So um, that was one big thing. Was hey, we just need to really be able to tell our story of of what what's our value proposition? What can yeah. we do for for folks? So that was kind of um, the biggest catalyst. And the other catalyst was just we um, we've talked about this, and you're kind of I'm looking over here and I see Good to Great on your uh, yeah, Jim so Collins. Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. So we're uh, we're self improvement junkies, right. yep, uh, coaching junkies. So we've had you know, uh, just plenty of exposure to, to different, different ideas about growth and, and how to, how to, uh, really just grow and scale a business. And one thing that we knew for sure is eventually you hit a ceiling. Sure. And we started, you know, we were looking at the ceiling and, uh, we knew that we were there and we need, we knew something needed to change. And, uh, you know, on top of that, and I'll probably, I'm gonna let dad talk about this more, but as far as just, uh, you know, a piece of that being legacy. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the brand that we had was great, but it's also really kind of centered around you know a couple of people. Yeah. And uh, Gary Snow, who uh, who founded the CPA firm with Dad, and who who was a great uh, part of the business for a long time. He uh he was really no he he had kind of taken a step back, and then eventually you know he wasn't really involved with our side of the business anymore. And so we also didn't want to say it's Garrett Wealth Management now, right? Because we're not here to snub Gary. Yeah. Gary's sure. Our bud. So. Yeah we really wanted to just go a different route and really just be able to tell that story. So, of course, we can get into all the symbolism and all the fun reasons why we named it what we did. But so I think that's, uh, and we,
1: we don't have to jump into that necessarily because you're, uh, one of the things that uh, I've noticed about you guys and you're a dream client situation for me personally, because you're so intentional about every little thing you recognize. And I think this is probably maybe in the bloodline a little bit too, um, coming from Wayne is, uh, you, you don't settle for mediocrity. In fact, when you settle for mediocrity, uh, mentioning good to great, this is one of those, that, that same philosophy, good is the enemy of great. And when you, and whenever you think do things, uh, mediocre, um, then you're not going to be someone who's uh, set apart from the rest of the noise. And I think you've done a good job at that through the years and it's carried on into Brandon. And this is just part of, uh, part of that.
4: Yep, it's. Uh, I feel like you always have to be improving. You have to be a lifetime student. You always have to be getting better and better. And you need to have stretch goals. You need to. You need to stretch and you put some stuff on the. I, I put a big audacious goal in front of our team about five years ago, and everybody said that is not possible. Yeah, I said you stay around, we're going to do it. So we're come we're, on, we're getting there. So
2: boy, I like that. That puts a fire in me. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, uh, so kind of one of the big speakers to that. Um, I mean, you can always say it and obviously us being buds, it kind of seems like maybe it's a little biased. Like these guys do a great job yeah. and, you know, or, or, or better than great. And the thing is, is like, obviously 2020 has taught us that there was plenty of times if clients wanted to jump ship, sure. they absolutely could have. This would have been a year to do it. Right. Right. Um, and when we talk about client retention and the things we're doing right, that, that echoes through there. And, and the fact that, really nobody's left us through this year that and we've been very blessed for that. So yeah, that's awesome.
1: Hey, so I want to get into this client experience thing, because what we're going to talk about now for a second also still has to do with the rebrand. You just like a lot of businesses have um, certain uh, different levels of clientele. um, And y'all did something that was an incredible idea. Uh, I don't even know whose idea it was, it may be uh, have been one of you, Yalls or or our team, I have no idea. But you put these boxes together, and I remember when I,
4: I
3: would love to give Eric credit for that, but I won't. <laughs> so.
1: Eric's in the room, by the way. You usually hear him on the podcast. Hey. <laughs> he, he doesn't have. We only have four mic inputs,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so that's he good. got asked hey, It's, it's a blatant it, deal here. Yeah, yeah, 2020
2: was a tough year. We had to let one go. <laughs> that's true. I had to sell one off. So that's
1: true. Yeah. Yeah, he's shaking his whiskey glass right now with his ice in it. But um, anyhow, you guys are so dead set on a good experience, which I really want to run with this topic for a little bit. But whenever the rebrand came, mm-hmm. one of the things that you did for the announcement was send out to a certain number of clients um, uh, this box. Talk about that idea for a second.
3: Yeah, so um, in a little bit of background, obviously, the rebrand – we started a year ago almost, right? And so we thought maybe the beginning of the year. And then we said, well, maybe let's wait through towards the end of tax season. And then, as you know, the world started changing quickly in in March and April. So it actually gave us more time, I think, to, you know, a blessing in disguise to really think through how we wanted to do that. And we quickly realized, um, you know, whenever clients, so, you know, what we do, and I guess I should say that a little more succinctly, you know, we manage investment portfolios for people. And so when the market's down 33% over a two week period, three week period, um, the last thing we wanted to do was send people Yeti cups and say, Hey, check out our new name because right. they're going to say, Oh, look at these jerks. Yeah. You know? And so we focused completely during that. We should kind of just shut it all down. Yeah. Uh, and as far as a rebrand, we said, let's just take a pause. Let's pause. We, we have to focus on clients. So we focused on our clients and, and seeing them through that environment. So again, really interesting time to rebrand, but, um, as far as, uh, the idea for some of that, uh, we just knew that there had been enough. Um, I, I hate to use the word confusion, but, um, it just wasn't real definitive as far as our value proposition, maybe yeah, uh, with the CPA firm, with the wealth management firm and kind of having a shared identity. And so we really would just wanted to have a big wow moment and just have people say, I get it. I right. totally get it. And we didn't want our receptionist, to be tasked with explaining to people, hey, this is a you know a a twenty five year old firm that just changed. It. Can you t- give me the backstory? Give me tell me about the you, you know all the ethos and pathos that went into. the right, know, yeah. That's not fair to do to the team. So we really wanted to tell the story. Yeah, and we wanted them to hear it um, because it's a big thing, especially for dad. Sure. I mean, it's the name it's my name too, obviously, but I mean that's something that he worked to build, and now together we've worked to build you know, side by side for about a decade. And so it was a big thing and we wanted to say it in our words. Right. Uh, and, and we wanted to make it very clear that, Hey, this is very much still, um, us. Yeah. It's a different name, but we didn't get bought out. We didn't, you know, we're not, we're yeah. Wayne's not retiring. is yeah, that's,
4: that's a big thing. We had, uh, we tried to make that very specific in, in telling people that I wasn't retiring yet. I'm having too much fun. I go to work every day and I work with my friends. I get to see my clients who are also my friends. So, what better world to have than that? So so I'm not retiring yet, but we had two, three, even with that said, still calling real, real concern, but I'm still here. As sure. long as I'm putting my foot in front of the other, I'm, I'm with it.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I love the, I love the old fashioned grind, uh, between all three of you, but it trickles down into your company as well, because you know how important, uh, the experience is for your clients and doing stuff like that box, um, which had like, what did it have in it?
3: So, there's a wooden box, which, you yeah. know, again, like you said, we're kind of all about the details So sure. the symbolism, right? Bent yeah. oak, okay, it's got to be a wooden box. It can't right. be a cardboard box.
1: Nobody thinks, I mean, not very many people think like that. They're like, okay, bent oak, okay, oak's a tree, this needs to be
3: a wooden box. Like, all, like it makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, like, if you bring it up. Yeah, but you're talking to the guys that yesterday, literally, the three of us were sitting in my office and... Wayne's kind of grimacing we're trying to figure out what's going on and he said oh sorry, I was counting the the cars on the trains. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just doing he, was, a, he was literally listening to us and counting the train doing, doing a little internal I, audit i've
4: in always days, been huh? known to be add a little bit i two, like man. that
3: so yeah we we'll pick up on things we when we want to sure right yeah sometimes it gets us in trouble because it may not be what we need to be paying attention to right but right. no uh it, it was a wooden box um and then the video card and the video card to, you know what that was the show where you got so guys, sick You guys had helped us with that video. Um, We kind of co-authored that script, and and you guys came out and, uh, you know, really, really great. I think it was like two minutes, two and a half minutes, just told the story of, hey, this is who we are. This is where we're going, and this is where we see ourselves in the future. And, And it really talked a lot about the name. And what the name, you know, where it kind of came from and what it means. Touch and, on that
1: for two seconds. Um, okay. Because uh, I think that is important. Mm-hmm. Um, just knowing you guys, getting to know you guys, mm-hmm. I've recognized, hey, this wasn't, uh, that name didn't come out of nowhere.
3: Yeah. So, uh, again, you know, Dad and I are both dropping our name off of, right. you know, the title header there. So, we still, we didn't want to totally just go autonomous and back away. You know, we want, we didn't want to be another... Alpha Genesis Wealth Management, yeah, or, you know, sure. whatever names out there. So we want it to be important to us, but it, we also want it to kind of pay homage to our roots. So our family, you know, multiple lines of our family is, uh, you know, they were frontier pioneers out in this area. Our family actually originally, I think I shared this with you, settled in Hood County, yeah, uh, in Buchanan. In Buchanan which isn't a place anymore.
1: I love that you're a history nerd by yeah. the way. Yeah, like
2: so I'm not I I am into it but yeah. the very, fact very nerdy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like more so than you would well, ever imagine.
3: You're into it too. I mean, so we we all have a an he affinity knows, for he, Texas. He
2: knows he would he I mean, sorry side note. Uh he he would call me or he'd text me and he'd go, there's a decent chance that that your great great grandparents and my great grandparents probably bartered and traded together, and here's why. And, he'll, <laughs> and, he, and he found some map that yeah. was that was in the annex, like underneath. And, and he'd find you know, it. He'd somebody's go, he'd journal. Go, yeah, a he'd find it through ancestry dot com, and he goes, "Hey man, we should go trade." We should probably go trade tomatoes or something like that later, like because that because very well raise
3: a barn, but that's way to raise a to barn. I mean,
2: tomatoes. I mean, right around where you're familiar, the yeah. the uh, the rock about halfway between Weatherford and Mineral Wells. My name has been painted so on that rock. My my before, granddad, hey,
4: you're you're a notorious person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I
1: didn't paint it. Somebody painted it. Mm, you know, did it co-
3: say Zeke? Don't come back.
2: Coats and coats. <laughs> no, of paint it that. said
3: Happy Birthday Zeke. Yeah. Oh, so my my,
2: my granddad, my great granddad actually, and my granddad has told me that. My great granddad helped put that rock up because while they were building the road, which used to be brick from here to there, mm-hmm. that's what he put up. So when we talk about tradition yeah. and heritage. I guess maybe a little nerdy, but like he 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 knows more about it than than you'd be comfortable well, with. So, we don't we don't have enough time. Well,
3: let's go there. So dad's granddad, my great grandfather, also paved Highway 180. So. Guys, my...
1: No, I'm just kidding.
3: My Well, Well,
1: your granddad was locked outside of the, the yeah, back door, exactly. couldn't get in the house. Uh, <laughs> so we can cut it right there, right? Uh, okay.
3: You can see where we're all into tradi- yeah. t- tradition and history. Sure. So, so um, the, the, go ahead.
4: So also on our, our family farm, um, across the road from where I grew up, we, we bought another farm that had uh, been in my wife's side of the family, and it has, has a private graveyard it's got relatives in my wife's relatives in there back in the mid 1800s. So.
1: Yeah, so y'all've got deep, deep, deep roots yeah. in Parker County. Parker, Parker and Hood. So many crazy stories. Yeah. I, I love That's one of my favorite things about you guys, too, is because I'm learning like si- silly stuff to me. I don't know anything about Parker <laughs> County. I hey, spe- Got some history there, but I love it.
4: And speaking of those videos, if you haven't seen all of them or if you want to see them again, uh, our website. He's, has got most of those on there, so it's, it's worth a a See, I like he's this guy. You guys. He's I like this it. guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the, the we had you, some uh, we had some marketing company help us. Yeah. Yeah. the thing you can
2: the thing you can count on with Wayne is yeah. prior to anything we're doing, he's going to be well read. He's uh-huh. gonna, and he's going to know going into it. He's yeah. not going to go he's in blind. He's got his heads.
1: i got to make sure yep. mention yep. Yep. I mention this. i got to do this. I'm well, talking about the website today, boys. Yeah, yeah, let's, so. let's count
2: trains, How, how much do we owe? <laughs> yeah. And then he goes in and then he'll go into that. How much do we owe you for that plug? That yeah, just yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: exactly. So, uh, so with all that said, obviously, history, tradition, big, yeah. big deal to us. And so going back to that kind of pioneer history, um, this area. And I think that uh, in y'all's magazine, Yep, y'all y'all did a piece on Comancheria, right? Yes, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so if you so, yeah, we've been here since that time, right. since, since the first settlement. But also, if you were to, we actually at one point drew a map uh, or, or dropped pins of all of our clients' addresses, and it basically was Comancheria, right? Cool. So it's it's like the western half of the state on right. a, into Lubbock, the Panhandle, West Texas, all that good red dirt country. Yep. So, um, and we really, actually, we have more clients. Fun fact: we have more clients in California than we do east of I thirty five in the state of Texas. Are you serious? For real? True
2: fact. Yeah, confirmed.
3: So I won't say that we don't like confirmed. Dallas, but you can confirmed. read between the lines. Yeah, yeah and, uh, and nice. kind
2: of one of the the bigger things that he'll he'll leave out. Um, I mean, it wasn't just like, oh, uh, like the, the the clouds opened up and Beno mm-hmm. Capital just came to him in a dream or something like right. that. Like. I'm talking lists and lists and lists of names and and years, years of names, Mm -hmm. and it was there's you either ran into well that's dumb or um, there's already one of those right or that doesn't really explain what we're doing here. So like I mean it was it was it wasn't just it opened up and this was it like I mean sheets Uh, and sheets of names and I give
3: you an example of that. You guys came up with the name Sage as a play on like Texas landscape and the wise advice. We liked the name Broadview yep, uh, because we thought, you know, hey, it talks. that's kind of like the frontier, the open plains, but also perspective. Right. And then, I'm not kidding, there's a firm called, named Sage Broadview. Yeah. Okay. And Absolutely. so, we, yeah, we saw that, and we're like, all right, I think let's just – well, at Snow Garrett's good, right? Yeah. So, we almost just hung it up after some – but where the name came from was, uh, again, going back to that kind of just that early settlement period, um, bent trees were used by Native Americans – uh, they actually would bend trees with a throng so they would they would tie them down and make them basically grow right in a way where they would bend and they, that was used for um, to denote uh, trailheads uh, sometimes it would be there's flint over here, there's water. Right, it'd always be significant.
1: It meant something. Yeah, it meant pushing time. towards resources, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Is a milestone or a guide. Yeah. So very symbolic name, obviously. Um, so we, whenever we started talking about that, we're like, okay, that's a name that we really like. Yeah. Um, and it's one that's not been used um, at all by. There's a winery we found out later in Austin, oh. but well, uh, there, there always there, is. <laughs> which, yeah. Which at of this point, thanks a lot. Let's send a cab here. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so. yeah, that's
2: right.
1: Yeah, that's but, for you guys to send us a few bottles. But, but let, yeah.
3: so that's just the bent part. So oak, obviously, you know, that's a little more common. We, sure, you know, oak strong. It's why you know the yeah. live oak. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, dots the in, the landscape around here. So I'm
4: a little disappointed in a way. I have at my house. I have the most beautiful bent long mesquite tree beside of my house. This thing is how long? Thirty. It's feet it's pretty long. long. The one that's
2: on the the right two, side of the house mm, there. Yeah,
4: and it's but it's a. Perfect bent tree, but it's mesquite. It's so mesquite. I've often wondered, did they bend did they mesquite. go ahead? Did they bend the mesquite? You know, I know. That, I
2: mean, it won't, it won't like roll oak. off the tongue that well. Bent yeah. mesquite. Oak <laughs> is
3: rich and strong and. Hey, we're sparse and we ain't got yeah. no water. Yeah, don't grab yeah. me straight. We're prickly. We're pretty, we're we're pretty like, yeah. good. Don't uh, touch me. Don't touch me. We're yeah. pretty good for smoking, but for yeah. the most part, people so,
2: spray yeah. us to get rid of us. And, and go ahead. Go ahead.
3: So the the name, so that's just that's the bent oak part, right? Right. But I think what's equally important and what I, th- I think we don't highlight enough is the word capital. Sure. Um, In our world, it's wealth management, it's financial, yeah. financial services, financial management, investment. Yeah, you, know, you, you can go on and on. And uh, there's a couple reasons why we went with capital. One is the obvious reason we manage investment capital for clients right um, but a big part of that was uh, part of this rebrand was for really for us to tip of the hat to our team and say hey this isn't about Wayne this isn't about Brandon this is about a team sure of people and so that's our human capital so our our people are is what we think is the you know the are really the biggest uh, you know the biggest value proposition of our business yes. is that we have I mean, we have really you know they say hire people that are smarter than you, yeah, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and think, I hope there's not a mutiny because yeah. these people are all smarter than me, yes, that's and, so good, and so we really wanted to highlight that and and then the other piece of it is um zeke, you're a you're a real estate guy, yep, do you like being approached by realtors?
1: do I like being approached by uh-huh. the realtors if what you, do you don't, if
3: they don't know that you're a realtor, I'm oh. just saying like in general, yeah, okay, so you guys actually rank higher above financial advisors, as far as like public perception, I think that we're somewhere between insurance sales and, and car, even attorneys are above us. Okay. So people, whenever they hear that you're a financial advisor, they think stockbroker, they yeah. think this guy, well, yeah. I want to talk to him. Right, and so uh, part of the reason why we I just t- thought of a funny. Do you watch The Office? I'm Kill of Do we watch The Office? The Office? Okay. Do you remember
1: when Michael that? Michael's trying to pick up a uh, little break here? This is my counting train cars moment. Uh, little uh, when he's in the bar, he's trying to pick up girls, and uh, he's trying. He introduces himself, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a bank teller." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, all right. And he goes, Oh, well, Ryan told me I need to make sure and tell people I was in finance. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a nutshell. Yeah. So, um, but no, I mean, cause here's what would happen. I would say my name is Brandon Garrett and snow Garrett wealth management. And they hear wealth management and they're like, I know like 30 of you guys. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, just by the name alone, we were framed already. Sure, somebody already decided who we were, who I was, what I was about, why I was talking to them. Right, and so that's by, the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. And, and so why we wanted a big part of changing the name. We capital. Obviously, you know, it has something to do with finance, yeah, but it's not course. real obvious. Uh, and it, it, the name itself, it could be lending, it could be private equity, sure. it could be banking, it could be anything. So, what we what we wanted to create was a name that when I told you who I was and what firm I was with, I could frame to you who I was Yeah, and I could tell you who I was before you had already decided who I was. And so that's, that's something we're up against in our industry.
4: So, yeah, we do a lot of things other than just the, uh, just investing money. You know, that's what a lot of people automatically think when they hear wealth management, but we do holistic planning and really helping people to grow from, uh, getting started in life to being able to educate the kids and, retire and be healthy and, and, and in good shape financially. But we do a lot of other things too. We we do some pretty elaborate estate planning. Yeah. Uh, do a good bit of uh, planning with uh, selling of ranches with yeah. uh, some wealthy people and doing the beating Uncle Sam out of the money and sure. keeping the money for the families. And that's a big thing we do, some really high-end tax planning. So that's that goes Yeah, on and on I the
1: think Capitol. that's part of what sets you guys apart too. And you do it all, again, with this experience that uh, blows – uh, all the other noise out of the water. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I want to for a second. I've Eric doesn't have a mic in front of him, but I'm going to move my mic uh, to be in front of him. And uh, Eric, I want you to talk about whenever um, the Ben Oak Boys, who we we call them that now, whenever Snow it's Garrett like a came, gospel trio. The That's ben right. Yeah, we should we should sing something here. Well, we bit. can do that. We can do that. Uh, I want you to talk about the task at hand. Um, once you realize what was going down, um, a. a past employee i think brought these guys on board i don't remember how they came but i want to know what was going through your head whenever you heard what the game plan uh, or what they wanted to to pull off.
0: yeah so at first uh it was uh kind of like everything else we've done it was just like okay cool we're just gonna change out a logo for a new one and i thought "This this can't be that bad and then i got to know these guys and the level of detail they're at And, uh, and it was one of those like, oh no, (laughs) oh no, (laughs) what is this going to turn into? And, uh, but as we got going, like it really became something that was like, this is, I got more excited about this than really anything we've done because I I could not wait to get it all the way through because it was going to be one of those things that we're just going to show off to everybody and be like, look, look what we were able to accomplish with these guys. And, uh, and that was just a, at the beginning, it was really, uh, it, it was just tough to to grasp everything, there's a lot going on with uh, with what you guys do, for sure, and and just trying to understand the whole financial world, capital, all the things that you guys do, and so being able to portray that into a logo, into a brand, uh, was a lot of it, it. was a lot. I mean, it was it was honestly a lot. Like just we're, we're all we're all buds here. Like it was it was a lot to process through and to figure out and to understand. Uh, but as we've been able to do it, it's been really cool to just look up and just, uh, I was actually in, in Weatherford the other day and, uh, drove by you building. And I was just like, we did that. That's cool. Like it was just, it was really something that's cool to, to be a part of. I mean, it's one of the coolest things we've done for sure in the last four years. So <clears throat> you guys were a
4: great help to us and wonderful ideas. And when we narrowed down to what firm to pick, we, we, we wanted to, we wanted a, a nimble, creative company that uh, had a lot of integrity and people that work hard and uh, we just felt like you guys green fox just kind of rose to the top and, and with that i would say that uh, we've learned a lot from you and hopefully you've learned a little bit from us too. boy howdy absolutely yeah,
2: I, I love the idea that so you, you come talk about it, like obviously we first met with eric and this was even pre pre Zeke days um, so talking about that, Zeke was around. Yeah, he, he he was around, but maybe not. Maybe not as plugged in. Or is he was more like, do you know my friend he, Zeke? Yeah, that's how we knew. Yeah, about him. as he is now. And so, in Brandon will tell you this all the time. Like like he is a firm believer in in things, and and things come to fruition, and things and people approach you for certain reasons, and and it's higher being. It's it's made you know destiny to that way. And um, I think the fact that that you two, you know, good buds working together now good friends working to get the similarities and the fact that like during a rebrand, we've had the time to grow together. Hey man, these are, these are some things you guys really need to work on. And then, you know, obviously we'll be very honest with like, nah, we're not good at that. Like we get it. That's not our strength. This is where we need help. So.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's one of the things I love about this relationship. If you have the right mindset, uh, you can challenge one another. And I mean, I'll be honest. I feel like I'm challenged by you guys more than we get to challenge y'all. But Uh, for me, I take that in and I'm just uh, constantly every word from each of your mouths. I look at and go, okay, I'm, I'm going to take a look internally. What are some things that I can be doing better here? What did we miss this time? Uh, because those things happen. First of all, this is a crazy undertaking to take something that's been that established that you've built a brand, uh, of that has also had your name paired with it. Mm -hmm. And now you're trans transitioning into something um, that removes your name. In fact, it's a, it's a different feel, a little bit of a name. Um, and you're running with an already, uh, running from, not running from, you're moving from this established trustworthy name, um, and running with this new, it's
3: kind of crazy. If you think about it, it is, I mean, and you know, uh, this last week I had lunch with a a guy and uh, we were sitting there and he had asked like, well, so tell me about the rebrand. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, that's something that I don't, I don't know. I vividly remember having snow gear and company on the back of my Jersey as a kid. Wow. And I think that like anybody in Weatherford, you know, any kid that played little league or optimist football or, you know, little dribblers. I mean, that was like a household name, you know? And so it, it, it definitely was a big step out there and a big undertaking. Yeah. So,
4: so I would say along those lines, it's uh, <clears> a <throat> Going back to my BHAG challenge out of Good to Great. Hold on. Nobody knows BHAG. Big, audacious, hairy goal. Yes. Go. Something that you think is not possible at all. And uh, But anyway, um, we decided that we want this company to be sustainable and sustainable for our clients, sustainable for our team and our employees, that uh, this will be a lasting thing beyond beyond me. It has to be bigger than me. And so and and I think in, in result it has to be bigger than Brandon so it's it's really about being able to create an entity that will add a lot of value to to people on both sides of the of the of the table for a long time and that, so that's one of the major reasons we have done this.
0: Yeah and I think that's when I became when when I became to take this as like a whole new project than just a logo remake you know basically it was when I realized the history that you guys had in Parker County, the history that y'all's business had and, and realizing that we were a part of changing something that had been for so long. That's when it became like this, Oh, this is, this is way bigger than I thought, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that's when I mean, it really, it really has been one of the biggest honors that we've had. So, 40, 42 year old
4: brand. Yeah. Excellent.
0: That's, that's crazy. That's, that's uh, crazy.
3: It, and something earlier when we were talking about when we first started working together, uh, and really kind of that process started. I mean, we had a list, and just like we would do with a fund manager, we did due diligence. We had questions we asked, and we, we we got together and we talked about it. And we talked to, I mean, a lot of different firms. And I think the biggest thing for us was we decided we could either go with a firm who really knows the financial services industry, even maybe wealth management, investment management, really well, that knew nothing about me as a person. Or we could go with a firm who understands our client. Who, I mean our client demographics the people that you you know go to church with or that you, that taught you in school you understand our people yeah but we got to teach you a little bit about the lingo and, and, and so yeah. you, you know how how to uh, you, how to phrase certain things or whatever the case may be and so we've always we, we like to write as you know we like to, uh, we enjoy that side of it so to us it was always a lot more um, attractive to work with a firm that could help us position our brand from a messaging and a value standpoint while we could do what we need to do and be the professionals and and be the experts yeah that's yeah, really good I,
2: I think you'd rather he you always used the the dating analogy like i'd rather date a seven or eight that i could just go to dinner with and we don't have to go fancy every weekend You're, you guys are sevens then yes. uh <laughs> then chase then chase that 10 uh you know that 10 that beautiful yeah. 10 that you know, you're a small fish. Well, and
4: well I'm, so. all, I'm going to correct Brandon. I'm going to say, I've been really pleased with the rebrand. I'm going to call you a 10. How's all that? right.
1: I'll take <laughs> it.
3: Hold on. I said that that's what he said. Okay. <laughs> for the, for the rec- Yeah. For the <laughs> you record. I thought I couldn't get uh, one of
4: those Brandon references called in you here. Seven. <laughs> hey, we don't, you don't get a bill from, you don't bill us next week. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, uh, so well, the, and you, you talk right, about enough the, this love fest. What's yeah, next?
2: You, you talk, <laughs> hold on. You talk about the challenge and that was the big thing for you guys. Right. So the challenge was set from the very beginning, you know, you guys were growing. You were coming into things. And really, like, from that first meeting, we were promised we can do anything. Yep. We can do anything for you guys. I mean, all of it. Everything's yeah. okay. Even to the point where we were like, are you sure? Because, I mean, there's, there's some stuff that we have, some ideas. Sure. No, we can do it all. Right. And, and, and that's the thing is, is you guys probably had a, had a sit down at some point over a lunch mm-hmm. or late, you know, late evening or something like that and said, let's rise to this challenge. Like yeah. let's, let's, let's be that firm that we know we can be, and we'll just use this as a lever to do it. Um, and that's that's really what we've been, or at least I've been impressed with Green Foxes. You easily could have just said, "Well, we really only do A, B, and C here." Yeah, and you were just like, "No, we're going to be." I think, you, be tr- this I think you
3: tried guys. to do that one or two times. We're like, "Nope, you're doing it for us." Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so that, that's what I because been with really that with, with that rapport comes the ability to have candid conversation. Oh yeah, we could call you guys and say this is awesome. We love it. We could also call you guys and say. This is, uh, what, if you did, ever do that, yeah. who did this? The yeah.
2: responsiveness is almost, almost concerning. I, uh, yeah. I texted Zeke the other day and said, hey, you got a quick minute. And within sub five seconds, like we must've been on 5G it yeah. hit him and he called <laughs> and he just goes, what do you need? What's going on? I go, Hey man, this was like, just when you have time, not yeah. right this second. He's like, no, no, what's uh-huh. going on? What's right here? So, uh,
1: because I know that if we have clients who care about the experience, then I'm going to make sure they have an experience uh, mm-hmm. worth telling other people about. And so and, that,
3: uh, and that's where we're not so far apart. Yeah, right? that's right.
1: Yep. Yep. And I think uh, we've all got that drive in us. Uh, a, well, not a little bit, but a lot of bit. So um, I want to talk about the future. Like what, well, where do you guys see yourselves um, in the next little bit? We don't have to do the whole, what's your one year, five year, 10 year plan. Like we don't have to get into that. But I want to know what what are you dreaming?
2: I'm dreaming you're going to do the podcast in that yeah. voice the, the rest, rest of, of the time. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't worry, there's probably plenty
1: of those. I mean, I, we haven't recorded them, but I, I podcast at home and uh, and just for fun, you know, just voice memos. This will be fun if I recorded this. It's a <laughs> blast. I'm a loser.
3: Well, you said it. Sorry. You said yeah, it. Hey, your words,
1: hey, not mine. You are a loser. It's all right, man. It's, it's yeah. all right. Uh, let's talk about for a second. Where like, what are you dreaming
3: of for Ben Oak? I think you're right. you're right in uh, being very sarcastic when you talk about 5 and 10 year goals. So Yeah. As financial planners. Mm. Oh, we're, yeah, we're planners. All planner, planners uh, trademark. Yeah. Uh, we are all we are all planners, right? So I mean, we are forward thinking individuals. That's why we're wired. That's why we're in the business we're in. Investing is not a today thing. Right. Investing by nature is a long-term deal. Yeah, that's good. fraught with uncertainty. Yep. We have no clue what can happen. We can only control how we plan and react. Right. And so we don't know what the future may hold, but we do know some things that we we want to accomplish. And th- so those are our goals and objectives. So I think um, a, a huge goal for us, um, it's never been about like dotting the, the map with locations, but we do feel like there's a certain area that's underserved in our industry. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of investment guys out there. Um, there's not that many financial planners, sure. uh, that are truly doing holistic, comprehensive financial planning, Let's, Plan,
1: planning first mentality. Exactly. I mean, like, not a product.
3: Yeah. I mean, we turn people away all the time that uh-huh. are looking for investing. Cause it's like, that's not what, you know, we, we've got to sit down and talk about your goals first, right. you know? Yeah. And so I think that, uh, for us knowing that that's underserved, um, we really want to, you know, obviously continue to, to grow our business where we're at. Uh, Weatherford and Fort Worth and, and our Lubbock office, but we'd like to expand in in West Texas uh, sure. some more. And then um, we also uh, we just know that because we're a planning first firm, uh, that experience only has to improve over time, right? Yeah. So uh, more specialists, right. uh, uh, folks that you know, really only hone in on a certain couple of, you know so we uh, right now we're mostly generalists like Wayne's obviously he's CPA background so right. he's, t- he's tax planning yep. estate planning um I have a, a, a little bit more education in investment management mm-hmm. but uh over time we see our firm as far as uh the capital the human capital side we see that growing a lot uh to where we're really more of a business where we have strategic leadership we have folks that do very succinctly different things, but we all serve clients together yeah and so that's that's where the future is headed and um, yeah we're excited yeah and, and it's finally the rebrand was so we could go make disciples so we yeah. go tell the story yes and, and we've been so uh, well, we'll do that when we rebrand one day right we've had so all these ideas I mean for years we've talked I mean, really since I, I started with that in 2010 okay. And uh, did a little bit of a stint at a really big national company uh-huh. that uh, they were kind of an umbrella firm. So they would acquire and roll up firms. Gotcha. And uh, they'd help them scale. They yeah. would help them adopt institutionalized process. So you didn't have everybody just doing a different thing. Everybody was playing from the same playbook. Yeah. And so I brought a little bit of experience in that. And I, and I do kind of credit them for sure. that mentality of, knowing that, um, if you want to grow, you have to, and I don't like the word, I don't want to use the word in, institutionalize in a way of selling out right, or becoming, you know, corporate-ish, but you've got to have a, a homogenous front. You've yeah. got to be, um, everybody's got to be, uh, you know, the same mindset, the same way that they give advice. If you come and ask one of our folks, Hey, should I pay off debt or invest first? You shouldn't get a different answer than the other guy that works for us. Sure, yeah, the other or the other lady that works for us, or whatever. So, al- along along
4: it. those same lines, though, this, I really get it p- passionate when I start to talk about this and the, the old slogans about the Four Seasons experience. For any of you have ever been a Four Seasons hotel, you know how how every person works there is empowered to make sure the the patron is taken care of, and that's uh, we've been trying to de- do that all along, but we're really this rebrand and matter of fact, we had a team meeting just this week and stressing how important that is that you, you take care of that client yeah, and make sure that they have a great experience with us. Our, our, our competition is not necessarily, it is the advisor down the street or in another town, but our competition is really the best, best service provider. Those clients deal with, yeah. it's going to be the Amazon or the four seasons. Yeah, so sure. we got to, we got to do things fast. we got to do it really good. And have processes, and but yet empower those people to to uh, make a judgment decision on what needs to be done.
1: That's so good. I mean, that's so good. We're not we're not talking about just competitors in our own industry as far as customer service is concerned. We're yeah. talking about well, no,
3: yeah. We want to be known as hey. When I walk in the lobby, you you can't believe how I feel when I walk into the that Ben Oak building. Those guys, and and those people, they just really really care about me. And I don't want that to be the car dealership. I don't want that to be the attorney's office. I want that to be us selfishly.
1: You boys are preaching for real. This is (laughs) so good. I mean, this is, uh, you know, if, if, if you're thinking about what will set me apart, if you're, if you're a business owner and you're listening to this podcast right now, and you're thinking about what will make me stand out, like what's going to make me stand out what these guys are talking about right now what we're discussing right now will be the game changer for your business i promise you every single time is when people feel taken care of mm-hmm. then they're going to talk about it they're going to talk about it with their friends you know they're going to and, and when you give somebody a story worth telling they're going to tell the story
2: yeah absolutely we we you know obviously as uh you know on the executive team of of menno capital we we go through a coaching program and our coach is is very into statistics. The numbers don't lie. Like, here's what you need to know. And he said something North of 85, 90% of all of your business development is going to come from word of mouth of a loyal client advocate, somebody that gets your value prop, gets your brand and understands that. And so that all starts with, again, that, that client lobby experience, that as soon as you walk in the door, you know what you're getting into. And that, I think that's where you set the stage for that.
3: And, and, and that might've been a little bit of the growing pains together. Right. Yeah. Um, you guys are so used to, Hey, these people sell widgets. We'll market those widgets. We'll get the widgets in front of the people with the algorithm and with the retargeting. But for us, like you said, 90% of that comes from referrals. And so what we're talking about is client experience. People that are not happy with their experience are not referring their friends. So our biggest number one goal Obviously, you know we're we're fiduciary, so we, you know, client first in everything we do, we've taken an oath to do that. Sure, but take that hat off for a second and just talk about being a business owner. That's right. Yeah, I mean that's what you should be doing. I mean the client comes first without question. Yeah, and that means that experience the the ease of communication. I mean the worst thing I can tell you, uh, you know, again we manage people's money. Right, and so we've had people open their statements up in the last you know, a few months back whenever the market had really taken a hit sure, and seen a six figure number fluctuation. Yeah, right. So, crazy. so think about the conversations we've had with clients, Yeah, but the hardest conversation and probably the thing that would make, you know, that, that I went home thinking I really dropped the ball. Yeah. I had a client that said, I didn't hear from you guys enough during that. Mm. And oh my gosh. Yeah. It yep. was like a dagger to the heart. Yep. And, Oh, that's so good. And, and, I knew obviously we're in the middle of this rebrand. And part of the rebrand was we're, we're elevating who we are. Sure. So the standard is that communication. So we, I I couldn't tell him like, Hey, we're working on that. Right. But I mean that, that really struck a chord. And so in our business, that's the number one thing is, is experience and communication. So, yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think too, um, you know, for, for me and my business and of real estate, or here at our marketing company, I don't want a client ever to text me or email me and say, "Where are we at on this?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, like "Where are we at on this" means they've got questions in their mind, and I want to have already addressed it before that question ever came across their minds. And so, uh, I love that way of thinking.
2: Yeah, kind of. So one of the one of the biggest things I learned. So we're talking week one stuff. Brandon and I sat down. Um, he was like, "Hey, man." I want you to come over. Like we're going to grow something great. And mind you, this was this was four or five five
3: years ago. Coming up now, um, we used to go hang out on West Seventh, and I'd say one day you're going to yeah. work for yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to do
2: it. And and it was just like, a, yeah, man, just just close the and tab. We're like, it for yeah, we in leaving. We to go home. When did you come on? Uh, five years ago, almost almost coming up. Summer '16. Yeah, summer '16. So we're looking at four and a half years. Yeah, four and a half years. Okay. Um, and one of the biggest things that that we kind of comes full circle with this is. I came out of the banking background, right? So okay. four or five years there. Everybody that walked You're in. You were a bank teller. So was he. So uh, hold on, hold hey, on. Hey, to be fair. Hold on, hold on. Let's not get out of it. We were both bank tellers at one point.
4: When okay. I was in college, I was a bank janitor. How's that? Yeah,
2: Boom, boom, boom. So all, all out of banking.
3: Say, well. So so one of well, the that's biggest... That's how we don't forget names or dates. You guys yeah. were in finance. Yeah. yeah. Right. We were right? financial I yeah. was professionals. In finance.
2: <laughs> well, a lot of times I'd walk by and I'd see like a math problem up on yeah. the wall and I'd just solve it. You know? <laughs> oh, wow. So now you're now talking you're, about Goodwill Honey. You're talking about Goodwill Honey? Oh,
3: that, that's what's happening
2: now. <laughs> no, hey, Sorry. No, re, real talk. So, so back to one of the biggest things I learned was coming from the bank, you have customers. It's transaction based. It's... I need something from you. You do something from me and I leave. And the biggest thing that I learned the first week I was there was these aren't customers. These are clients. This is relationship based. This is based on counseling. This is advice. These are, these are people we're going to see out in the community. So it's not just a a one-time hit and then we're gone again. Like you got to make sure that that experience is high level because this is where you're building your relationships. And that's the, one of the biggest things that since I've picked up on most of that, try to preach to the rest of the team and that kind of thing. And that all circles around client experience and the new brand. Yep, that's
1: so good. And and uh financial uh personal financial um people's money basically. I mean, there's a lot of emotion tied to it. You oh, know? Yeah. So there's so much trust required. Um and so you can't be you don't want to be known as the guy who's um salesy, you don't wanna be known mm-hmm. as anything like that. No, no, we're worth trusting because we care for you. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys accomplish that really well. And everything you put out says that. So that's been cool to see uh, how you guys yeah,
3: and that and that's a by the way that's a hurdle to become a client. So people ask us. I mean, yes, we have minimums. Yeah, uh, that's a good rule of thumb. Right. But at the end of the day, we have personality minimums. Right. And yeah. We've got to have a we got to have that right rapport. And so, like Dad said earlier, he comes to work every day to hang out with his friends, and he's serious. I mean, our clients. Yeah. Part of our everyday life, they are they're they're our friends. I mean, we laugh together, we cry together. Yeah it's a special relationship that we have with them in Stefan mentioned earlier our, our coaching program. So our our coach, uh, he likes us, so he keeps us around. He sure. coaches like the Barons top one hundred. Yeah, and, the, and, and the big us. the big crew. Yeah, yeah. 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 What does and, he
2: say? Uh, s- slow learners with big pockets. Yeah, Is that? <laughs> yeah, no. He
3: calls me a slow learner with a checkbook. So <laughs> <laughs> he's like, How long have I been coaching you? Yeah, <laughs> you should be like moved awesome. along by now. But um, yeah, one of the things that uh, he did with us was actually kind of like a blind study. Um, he he called and talked to our clients. And he interviewed him. And this was probably about two years ago. And he came in, he goes, guys, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if you're lying to him. I have no clue what you're doing. But out of the thousands of advisors whose clients we have interviewed, you by far are number one in client satisfaction. Yeah. your clients love you they That's couldn't we would ask them to say something bad about you and they're like oh, we just wouldn't, couldn't we wouldn't do, couldn't care. do it yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah some of that comes <laughs> and we to, love
2: that I mean pat on the back some of that comes to the experience that we've tried to culture and you know sure in the brand and some of that comes to the uh the client demographic themselves so yeah so it's not a it's not a suit and tie it's not a cufflings all the time it's not a, a very rigid meeting kind of thing I mean it is very much so a you're gonna have a high net worth individual walk in that you know just got done working in the yard or might have you know stains on their jeans sure. kind of thing and like hey can I have some some more of that crazy water you guys have like yeah. it, it's just gonna be very uh, it's just
4: crazy not, water is actually water from mineral wells not yeah. drinking that's right liquor. mineral <laughs> wells
2: re-
3: reference for Zeke there I yeah, like that yeah. thank just you a, just Nod a quick plug you're yep. welcome
2: uh, but no I, it's a two factor there yeah. I mean it's a lot of the clients that we work with you want to do business with people like you. So not just us and Green Fox, but us and our clients as well. It just makes it so much easier.
1: I think, too, um, you guys, anytime I get to personally be around you, there's always something – I mean, of course, I have to be in the right mindset as well. There's always something I'm learning. There's always something of value that you're providing to me, whether you know it or not, and there's always something encouraging. Um, So even you guys have been so encouraging, even in this conversation – about uh our relationship. You've been encouraging uh to one another. You've and so that is contagious. Like who wouldn't want to be a part of something like that? And
3: that's right. And that's what we always say. I mean, if we could be if we can be nothing else to one another as far as like a leadership team. Sure. It's about growth and it's about fun. Come on. Yeah. And and that's what it really matters. So um and those two things really go hand in hand. Yeah. Um you don't meet I mean, yeah, sure, you're gonna have some people that have ups and downs, but yeah. uh Miserable people don't become uber successful. Yeah, you know, and so you've got to be having fun. You got to enjoy what you do. Yeah, and uh, we're able to share that together every day.
2: Yeah, yeah, very, very much so. You talk about contagious. It can go. It can go the other way. Yeah, sure. So like we talk, you know, he he spoke on capital, human capital being our biggest thing. Right. It was honestly like to get the brand right. Yeah, let's get let's get the people that are going to push this brand sure. in place, and it has been since. I'm going to talk about since I, since I came on four and a half years, a year ago, we, we switched out everybody, obviously, except for uh, Brandon and Wayne, the founders. Um, and then we had one advisor that was in Fort Worth and every, the team has just elevated from there yeah um, and plugged in from there. So
3: in a, in a real natural way too. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, but that's that, that's that culture piece. And yep. so when I say fun and growth, I mean, that's the culture and, uh, I think we came up with five uh, five other principles for our culture, but yeah. I think you could just melt them all into one, right? right. And it's about fun and growth, and yeah. uh, and that's the way I mean that's the way our team is, right? And and that's and, and going back to institutionalizing a brand, yeah, uh, you know, if the three of us walked away. Those people still be fun and growing. Yeah, sure. And that's what we're trying to create. Right. That's really good. And, and, you know, uh, Wayne and I both have had medical scares. Right. um, And uh, we've both seen that through this uh, process, actually, they don't need us so much. Yeah. So, kind of at first, like, you know, I've shared my story actually on a different podcast. Yeah. uh, about, um,
1: you can plug it since we're not going to get to talk about it here. Yeah, so you can well, plug it.
3: Yeah. So wealthmanagement.com, um, a few months back, uh, did, uh, was featured on podcast about, um, just overcoming, uh, infectious disease that I had, uh, got a bacterial infection and it was a really nasty deal and it was kind of touch and go and pretty scary. Yeah. And, uh, I was, you know, out for a while and the first time I called the office, uh, how's everything going? What do you need from me? Oh, we're yeah. good. Yeah. we don't need anything. It was it was, and the, on the one hand, that's what you want, right? As a as a business owner, you're like, okay, great, we've built something. And on the other hand, it's like, oh man,
1: fine, let's that's just take my hard. name okay. off the. Back. I guess yeah. they don't need me. I didn't let's have just to fight Take my so name
3: hard. off the building. What do you mean? Yeah, it's fine. Kicking rocks over here. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know that was, uh but but that's but in all reality, that's what we're trying to build because. Yeah. Um, I'll go back to our business coach. He wrote a, a great book, and you heard me. And I'll plug that too. Do this it. is all go about wealth it. management. That's right. Maybe this, get a discount on your is, coaching uh, service. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But he wrote a book, uh, Ray Sclafani, You've Been Framed. And yeah. this is this really about uh, financial planning, investment management, wealth management. But there's a lot to be said about you've been framed. Yeah. Um, your, your customers, your clients, uh, the community, your friends, everyone has framed you. And you owe yourself a reframe. You need yep. to reframe yourself occasionally, and that's really where this rebrand. So you should actually yeah. thank Ray. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, that's good. Yeah. He's he's probably the the one of the big catalysts of how we we started thinking about that and said, you know what, yeah. you're right. We've been framed. We've been framed. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, why well, was I talking about Ray? We were going. Uh, somewhere.
2: Scalfani, you've been framed. Um, well, I mean, one of the biggest things is you know rebranding. Is a uh, it's a big undertaking, right? Yeah, sure. So you don't necessarily have to change the letters on on the on the wall outside. You know, yeah. it, it can just be reframing your existing business. And I think yeah. that's where people drop uh, drop the ball a little bit. It's yeah. not it's not every five years. I need a new name. I need green's not my color. It's not green fox yeah. anymore. It's blue fox or whatever. It's right. It's red, ref-
3: red fox would be more realistic if uh, we're taking votes. Yeah, that's I, true. I, hey, but that's, that's another. But people, that's another podcast. People to talk have about heard how of red foxes. Uh, yeah, I hadn't that, heard he's of
1: green a fox. Great yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I want to do something before we wrap up. Here for a second. There's so much more we could talk about. In fact, every time we hang, I feel like we've got like stuff that's just yeah. What, pouring out yeah, what did we around. talk about uh, yeah.
2: last week? And it was like, can we just have the mic following us around? Like I Kelsey, know. Just, Kelsey, can you bring this mic over that's here? We exactly got, right. We got to talk about these here. things are good. These yeah. things are good. Yeah, fill it up again.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Wayne, you told me the other day, so if, I, I know. I've run into a few people around our area that have, act- who, who we have, we actually have people that listen to our podcast, by the way. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that is great news, isn't it? Uh, so mm. in our area that will tell me, Hey, we listen to this, that, and the other, uh, they're typically, typically younger listeners. Um, and, uh, I want you to think about something. I asked you this question the other day while we were on our trip together. Uh, we all traveled to, to Lubbock to West Texas together for, uh, some meetings and stuff. Uh, But I asked you what you would tell your 30, how old am I?
3: You said 35. You're 35? I'm 33. No, no, no. No,
2: you said what would you tell your 35-year-old self? What would
1: you tell your 35-year-old self?
3: I would be a year old by then, so he may have, let's back it up to 33. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 33.
1: I should have said what would you tell your 33-year-old self. But I want to know, after knowing everything that you know, um what 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 is the best counsel you could give the one thing the best counsel you could give
4: oh i don't know if you can say it in one i think it's maybe three possibly yeah go for it uh one was live your life with passion every day yeah be hit the floor singing and ready to go and Brandon knows. I'm he does sing. That's not a, <laughs> the man sings in the morning yeah. and my mom can tell you about it.
1: Yeah. I'm, I literally do the exact same thing. I will walk mean. around the house singing and my, my kids are he's like, uh, I, so, so, so be,
4: be happy about what you're doing and then, then, then get a plan. Stay with the plan when you're in. Don't give up and don't let the news, don't let events change your plan. Keep, yeah. stay with your plan. Consistently Save and uh, have, have a goal to
1: reach. Oh, that's also so good. Uh, and I would specifically love that third one, to not let uh, your surroundings affect where you're headed. I mean, that, that kind of mindset will change everything. From a financial standpoint, I don't even know if you guys are allowed to do this. Uh, you don't have to. It can be very generic. I mean, what would be your best counsel right now, the guys your own age? Um, you know, is there anything that you would? And this might be a business leadership thing, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever that is. um, you know what do you what do you think of whenever somebody asks you that question? Where do your heads go?
3: So are we talking about business owners or just people in general? What I mean, literally, best advice you feel like you we'll just start someone. right now. Yeah, um, because I hear I meet people every day that tell us I'm not investing in that crazy market. Right, it's a gamble. Oh, okay. So cash flow and profits are things you can literally read on a cash flow statement. That's not a gamble, and Think of all the crazy stuff that's happened in our world. The market last week, the S&P 500, and the NASDAQ hit all-time highs. Wow. So let me just say on Thursday, I believe it was on Thursday or Wednesday, I could literally tell you there would never have been a time period in history that if you invested and just stuck with it, you would have lost money. You would have never, ever lost money. mm by definition, all-time highs, if you invested a, a week ago, three weeks ago, five years ago, three decades ago, you would have never lost money. So, like, like what dad just said, don't let talking heads fool you into some kind of, you know, just just not being confident in making decisions and moving forward. Because I'm going to tell you, the American spirit is real. Yeah. And people, you know, and let's look at this election. Regardless of who gets elected, Zeke, Eric, are you guys going to say, well, I'm going to put that on the back burner for four years, I guess. Right. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. We're going to move forward. So if That's I could right. leave you with anything, go out there and kick butt. Yeah. Do it Do it right now. Start now. Don't wait. Don't look for excuses. Come Just on. don't talk about it. Be about it. Come on. Uh,
2: yeah, let's live with that. I'll, I'll take a, a different approach, and it's more for up-and-coming professionals in the industry yeah and i would say uh chase the culture not the money yeah right? so you know especially coming out of college you're gonna or or, or being new to an area like you're gonna want to chase the money first because because that's what's on everybody's mind right the the finance end of it but finding somewhere get in where you fit in you know finding somewhere right. where you fit first is going to pay dividends well after yeah um getting your money up front so i, I would say find somewhere where you fit culturally first sure
1: yep. that's so good Guys, this has been incredible. I mean, for me, to, like I said, I've, I've mentioned it a few times. Every time I get to sit down with you all, it's an honor. And so thank you for um, doing this. Thank you for um, challenging us to do better. Thank you for, um, I, I guess, not being mediocre and, uh, and recognizing uh, that if you're mediocre, you're not going to get anywhere in life. So uh, this has been really cool. Thank you guys so much, and uh, you can follow all these guys on social media. They're on Facebook. Uh, Stefan Simpson, Simpson, Brandon Garrett, Wayne Garrett. I sorry,
3: Stefan Simpspoons. Yeah. the name.
4: <laughs> that's the plug. That well,
2: Stefan, what would you tell your thirty-five-year-old self? <laughs> don't go back and do that podcast when you were thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That, I guess we're
1: ending, right? <laughs> yeah, you pretty much just summed up our, uh, our friendship, so I like that. Thank you guys uh, so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.